Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Hey everybody, welcome back to Team Wealth Radio. I'm here with Kevin Friesen all the way down in Australia, just checking in for the week. How you doing, Kev? Hello, good, Brandy. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm in Palm Springs, baby. I'm having fun in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Is it hot there? Uh, it's pretty nice, yeah. If you're in uh, Celsius, it's in the early 30s, and if you're in Fahrenheit, it's in the early 80s, so I'm a happy woman. Wow, that's great. It's not so warm here, although it's supposed to be. Certain oh. summer, and it looks like not summer. <laughs> My ignorance is bad. I thought Australia was hot all year round. I didn't even know there were seasons there, so it's kind of nice to get oh, a yeah. first-person perspective on that. Oh no, we had a um, we had a huge, massive storm the other night. It was over 110 kilometers an hour. The winds, which is what 60, 60 some miles an hour, wow. and there were like kangaroos flying by. <laughs> That sounds like crazy. I love it. That sounds quite <laughs> stressful. That that situation for the kangaroos. <laughs> I, that's 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 a good bridge too today. Yeah, I, uh, I like that. Yep. <laughs> hey, what's our topic about today, Brandy? <laughs> I was waiting for that question. Um, well, I'm really excited because we have a really cool speaker on, and her name is Sandy Dow. And Sandy and I met a few years ago at an event in Vancouver, Canada. And um, she's a pretty neat lady. She's a stress management specialist and a spiritual coach. She's also a mentor to lots of different type of people, people who do TED Talks and different things like that, uh, some youth. She's even worked in colleges. And she just published an amazing book called Thriving in Chaos. And my life is pretty chaotic, and it sounds like Australia was pretty chaotic during all that. So I'm really excited to welcome Sandy. Hey, Sandy, are you out there? Hi, Brandy. Hi, how are you today? I'm good. I'm happy to be joining you. Yeah, we're so excited to have you on. It's 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 great. I'm 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 really excited to read your book because thriving in chaos. I feel like my life is chaos all the time, trying to run all the businesses and nonprofits. So I'm kind of excited to get some of your brain power here on this call for not only myself personally, but for everyone listening. I know. I feel like it's such a timely topic and and title, boy. I just mentioned the title to people, and they're like, "Oh, please help me." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Kevin and I both have a lot of business pursuits, and we both really love helping young people, and uh, so our life does feel like chaos sometimes, but we do still feel like we're thriving in it. So I love the title of that book, but can you kind of yeah. rewind back for a minute and tell everyone a little bit about your history and kind of where your passions all began for this topic? Oh, yeah, I'd love to, and that's kind of what spearheaded all, all this is when I was young, I was a just a profoundly shy, withdrawn, and introverted child all the years when I was growing up. And yet I felt like inside I was, I had, I was like an extrovert. I always felt like I was an, an uh, extrovert in an introvert's body, you know? I, um, I had these big dreams to perform and to speak and to um, just e- even interacting and making friends, all those types of things. It just seemed like everything was difficult for me that was easy for everybody else. So I found myself really frustrated, and I felt like I was kind of 
locked inside my dreams and my goals and my desires for everything from friendship to, you know, the goals I wanted to pursue, my, my health, my fitness, my passions, my creativity was all kind of locked inside me. And I really struggled with that. And, and also a lot of, I had a lot of health issues as well. So it wasn't that I didn't achieve some things as I was growing up, but when I did, it, the way was always so hard. I would get, um, oftentimes I would get sick or I would become so anxious or so shut down trying to speak that I, I just would end up sort of sabotaging the things that I wanted to do. And so I, I felt like the quirky adolescent who was actually reading self-help books when I was 12 and 13 years, trying to figure myself out. And um, so over the years, I really did keep pursuing and trying to learn and trying to understand how to be able to kind of really reach my dreams and my goals without, without it being so difficult. And um, it was an interesting journey when I finally started learning about uh, trauma and the nervous system and stress and how all that works. And what I, what I found is a lot of times the traumas and adverse experiences and stresses that we go through kind of acts like a little prison cell inside of our body. And so it really does kind of shut us down and locks our life force up. So it does actually make it really difficult to achieve those things that we want to achieve. And we can find ourselves self-doubting and sabotaging and doing all those things at the last minute because actually our nervous system is in such high stress. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Totally makes sense. Yeah. Have you ever had those experiences too? Oh, totally. And, and, and I really love when, what you said a second ago, the, when you said things that are difficult for me, but easy for everyone else. I think that all of us at some point or sometimes every day feel that way, especially when we're teenagers. I literally used to look around at everyone else making friends and communicating well and doing well in school and going, why does everyone else get it? And I don't. And I felt so isolated and alone. And that caused me anxiety and stress. So I love that you said that. That was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, and and I and speaking to that isolation and aloneness is is quite amazing how we can be out with people and still feel so separate. Yes. And I think that's really something that happens in in our system is that there's this sense that we are different and separate and we're not able to connect. So the the stress in our nervous system really does sort of lock us down to the point where we feel like we're not able to reach and make those connections or, or feel safe around people. So it's a really, it can be just so challenging and it makes us even more anxious when we feel like that. So yeah, it can be a really challenging time. And so I think basically the, all the things that I spent my time trying to learn over the years that helped me, I ended up putting into this book. So and what I thought I would do, if you want to, is we could try a few of them together today. Oh, yes. I would love that. <laughs> bring it on. I know. Bring it on, right? Here's a <laughs> quick, fun one that anyone listening, I mean, join in and do all this as well. And what I'd like you to do while you do this is just pay attention to your physical sensations as we try this. So what I'm going to get you to do is just stretch your eyes straight up. So you're going to look up without moving your head up but just so that you can feel your eye muscles looking up. And we're just going to look up for a couple of breaths and then just drop your eyes and take a look around the room and say to yourself, I'm here. 
So really take in the light, your surroundings, and see if you can notice any subtle changes in your breasts, or did your shoulders drop? <laughs> well, that's weird. <laughs> What's that? Uh, my my, I I stopped breathing and my shoulders went up because I got excited. That was weird. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it's it's really interesting because what we are actually doing is we're actually pausing, we're stopping. And I, I think a lot of times we're just really caught in our heads and we're doing so much, we're so busy that we, we, we forget to pause and we forget to slow down. And so this little, I call some of these tools, I call them a me minutes. So we can take a, a minute out for ourselves and we can do this, this didn't even, we weren't even doing this for maybe 15 seconds, but taking a me minute and, and stopping, pausing, interrupting what we're doing when we look up with the eyes, it actually kind of interrupts what the chatter that's going on in our brain. It's kind of a brain thing, so I'm not sure if you noticed that happened or not. So looking up with the eyes kind of can quiet the brain, and then when we look around the room and say to ourselves, "Are here, I'm here, it actually shuts the vigilance off in the nervous system. So your eyes are telling your brain that you're safe. So we can actually feel a little bit of, I felt my shoulders drop when I was doing that just a little bit of a relaxation and a bit more breath can happen just from doing that. Hmm. Now you got me doing it again just to see how my body reacts. <laughs> Try it one more time. Okay. And you know what happens too is when, when we haven't done any of these things before, it takes a few times to practice them before we actually can really see the, the um, impact of them as well kind of like our system goes, what are you doing? What are you up to? You're always going fast and now you're slowing down. So your nervous system can actually be a bit wary and wondering what you're up to. But trying it a few times can just, because what I feel like is we're kind of like helium balloons and we get so filled up with stress. It just piles up and piles up. We're we're busy and we're thinking and we have deadlines and things to do and, uh, and we don't really what activities are we doing that actually let the air out of that helium balloon? And so little things like this actually can do that for you. It's kind of like it gives your nervous system a little bit of like, ah, okay, all right, I'm back. What did you notice? I definitely felt relaxed, yeah. Could you notice something doing it again, Brandy? Yeah, I, I felt my diaphragm relax. Like instead of just my lungs breathing out, my shoulders going down, I actually felt my diaphragm kind of spread out and just kind of go, huh, like as if I sat deeper in my chair when I did it a couple of times after. At first I got really excited, so everything went up. But then as I <laughs> slowed myself and paced it, it was like I just kind of sunk deeper into my chair and it felt nice. <laughs> I When Brandy said that uh, her shoulders kind of dropped and relaxed and stuff, or your shoulders went up, you said, right? Yeah, at the beginning, yeah. yeah. And, and then I noticed I had really bad posture. Because oh. <laughs> I thought I wasn't sitting up when we started that, so that was a problem. I was uh, hunched over, all relaxed anyway. I guess but isn't it interesting even bringing self-awareness to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Even just to notice, oh, wow, I'm slumped over or um, and even uncomfortable because I, a lot of times when we are quite stressed or anxious, our body... Is, has an impulse to do something, and we're missing it. So our body might maybe want to stretch. And you could even try this now, too. Like, if you could really listen to your body, so we're going to pause here again, and just, 
just have your body do what it wants to do. So you can say to your body, hey, which way, how would you like to move right now? Maybe it would even want to stand up or twist or maybe even feel like you'd like to curl up into a little ball and go to sleep. And it's amazing sometimes we even, maybe we need to go to the bathroom or we're hungry or we need a drink of water and we'll miss the impulses in our body. And all of that adds more stress to our physiology. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so many things that add stress and sometimes we don't notice the physical stuff of it. So I love this. I love, I love the me minute. (laughs) Right. I know. And and it's amazing how there can be things that we can do and it doesn't even take a minute. But I think the thing that's really hard and even for me too, is even remembering to stop Yeah, because it's Mm -hmm. all in that pause. It's all in that, like I've been going flat out and it's like, Oh, right. It's, it's a beautiful day and the sun's shining, you know, so we, we miss the little subtle things and wow, I'm holding my cup of coffee and it smells good, you know, so I, I really love doing this, especially in, in moments that I'm really pleasurable moments when, when things are, are good. It's, I love to pause and then I notice, when, and then you can go to the next piece of that after you look around is going to your body and literally going, what do I feel right now? Mm. So especially doing that in a good moment because we're so used to stressful moments that we, our physiology is not used to what it's really like to feel good. For sure. And so maybe you could do this right now. You could maybe think if you have a cat or a dog that you love or a place you'd like to be, maybe by the beach or the ocean, and you just think about that. Yeah, absolutely. And then well, notice your body. How does your body respond to that? Yeah, I, I, I like that because stress, I kind of think that sometimes we feel that it's only in our head sometimes and that it doesn't really affect our body, but our mind and body are so connected. But we don't really talk about that as often as we should, especially as young people. We never really think about it because our body's growing and going through all these growth spurts. Uh, we do have to go to a commercial break in about 15 seconds. Um, but as soon as we come back, I kind of want to talk a little bit more about what stress and anxiety is because there's a lot of young people out there that feel depressed or or anxious but they don't really know what anxiety is and what stress is and how it affects our body so I just want to talk a little bit about that when we come back from the break um, and for everybody else as soon as we do get back from the break I'm going to give you Sandy's social media so while she's talking you can follow her check out pictures on her website and things like that so we'll be back uh, very shortly with Sandy Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. 
I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, I'm here with Kevin Friesen, my handsome co-host, and our amazing guest, Sandy Dow. Sandy, can you just tell everyone who's out there listening what your social media handles are and your website so they can kind of follow you as they listen to you today? Oh, my, my website is sandydow.com, and uh, you know what? I'm not, I don't, I should have it right up in front of me, but I, I don't here, but I am on, you can, I'm at the Dow Effect on Instagram, Sandy Dow at oh, the cool. Dow Effect, and I am on Facebook as well, under the Dow oh. Effect. And that's just D-O-W, right? Yep, D-O-W. And D-O-W. Sandy with a Y, not like, unlike Brandy with an I. <laughs> Right, I've got the Y, you've got the I. For sure. When I when we actually post the uh, recording afterwards, I'll have a little bio that'll include all of your information as well. That's perfect. As long as everyone knows it's sandydow.com so they can uh, check you out. I'm sure they can find you on Facebook as well after that. She's my friend on Facebook too, everyone. So <laughs> you can find her that way. So Sandy, um, uh, I just wanted to kind of ask you a little bit about what stress and anxiety actually is, because I know a lot of young people are out there feeling stressed about homework or their parents or boys at school or girls that they might like, and they, they don't know how to recognize some of those emotions that are coming in to, to them. And everybody's got those emotions, but sometimes it's hard to kind of understand what they are. So can you just talk a little bit about what stress and anxiety actually is so that kids out there will, listening will kind of know how to interpret it a little bit better before we kind of tell them ways to fix it? <laughs> totally. I, I think the big thing to be aware of is we kind of think it's all in our heads. And, and definitely when we are stressed out or we're anxious, there's a lot going on in our heads. Like I say, that little voice that's saying, don't do that or you're not good enough or, you know, all those things that we hear. But actually what's happening is our, the stress that we can feel is really happening in our physiology and in our bodies. So there's literally a constriction or a contraction inside when we're feeling stressed. And so what happens also is that basically um, stress is a response to the environment around you. So we think that... Um, Maybe somebody else is 
causing our stress or things are happening that are causing our stress, but it's actually our body's response to what we see or what we hear, what's going on around us. So it might be a conversation that we hear or maybe a look on somebody's face, and then all of a sudden our our nervous system and our physiology can contract and, and we can and then maybe we don't even notice it, and then all of a sudden the thoughts come in our head, oh, maybe that person doesn't like me, or, oh, my gosh, this is so hard, I'm going to fail this exam. But if we were to pause, as I led you in those other exercises, and stop, you would actually notice, you might notice that your breath is really short, or that the, your heart is racing, and your, or your stomach or gut is contracted, and, and then it makes us not digest food very well and our stomach gets upset and then we end up not sleeping. And so the stress can cause a lot of other symptoms with us. But it's, it's good to really put our awareness and start to think of it as, as what's happening in my body. Because a lot of times by just paying attention to what's happening in our body, it can allow some of that stress to release. <clears throat> just like we felt in those little exercises, we could feel a little letting go. Sometimes it's a great thing to do to sort of drop out of your mind and go and say if we're afraid or worried about what somebody's thinking about us, we could go to this fear in my chest. So there was this tightness in my chest and even calling it what it is. This is fear or maybe this is anger. So taking it out of our head and into our body and then maybe we could put our, you know, you could put your hand on your chest and go, this, this fear that I can feel in my chest, this tightness, and then just hang out with uh, that contraction or that fear. And I suggest keeping your eyes open while you do this because it, it can sometimes help to process it. Or if you're, it, you can do it either way, but it's a different experience because a lot of times we are experiencing these things with our eyes open. So... So this is something you could do in the moment, but it might be a bit hard in the moment. You could certainly do it after if, you, if somebody came home and they were feeling upset about something or this um, sadness in my stomach or in my heart and put your hand there. And then you're moving away from what's going on in your mind and you're moving into your body and it can help you process that emotion differently. So I think that's one of the biggest things um, that I'd like to get across is thinking of it as a, as a body response. Mm. I like that. I like that a lot. That's awesome. Now, you've mm-hmm. studied a lot of different things in your life. I, I was reading your bio, and it, it said that you'd studied shamanism. Can you tell me what that is and how that relates to stress and anxiety and, and kind of what interested in you that to begin with? Yeah, it's, I, I started studying that when I was maybe in my 40s, and it was kind of like I, I'd lost my connection to everything. So mm-hmm. I felt like I'd lost my connection to my spirit and my soul and Whatever, whatever it was that I believed in. And then I went to, it was actually a drumming circle, and the person was talking about spirituality, and, and, and she was really talking about the earth, like the, the trees and the flowers and animals, and in such a way, kind of like in, in sort of indigenous studies. And it really, I found it so compelling, and I started to learn more about that and just really found that it helped me to to believe and adopt a practice where uh, I felt like the, the trees actually were alive and had spirits and that the animals and wild creatures we could connect with in a, in a way. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of power animals, but the, the indigenous belief is that um, 
when we are born, there's a, a wild creature that connects with us and gives us and acts as our guardian spirit. So finding out about power animals was really cool. And so I found that adopting that practice and helped me to feel connected to the world in a different way. And I can still now and do it all the time. We'll go to the ocean and just maybe feel that the ocean's alive and that there's a spirit there that I can maybe talk to or shed my tears with or go and hug a tree. Like I literally hug trees and I just give my, the tree my grief or my feelings or my, my fears. And I, it really it made a big difference for me to, to start to see the world in a way that there was, I was part of something bigger. I have to say, I love that you said that because last weekend I went to the um, the gardens in Vancouver, Van Dusen Gardens, with my roommate, and I walked up to this tree that I thought was gorgeous, but it looked sad, and I hugged it, and I sat there for about 30 <laughs> seconds, and my roommate came up to me, and he goes, what are you, nuts? He's like, you crazy? And I, I was like, no, I, I just, I love this tree, and I think it's beautiful. I am a businesswoman with a hippie heart, so I love that you just said that because I I, I do that all the time. And one of my friends said to me, he was one of my best friends for about five years and he was moving home to Africa where he'd come from. And we were probably never going to see each other again. Um, he was going through this whole life change. And he said to me, just as he was leaving, he goes, I want to tell you that there's one thing that you taught me and I'll never forget it. And I, I was like, oh, okay, cool. And he says, every time you eat something good, you close your eyes. And every time you we went for a hike, you would stop and breathe when the wind came past you. And I was like, yeah, because we're connected to everything around us and just to appreciate that moment. So I love that you said that because everyone in my life either thinks I'm crazy or learns from me. So I love that that's something that you practice and preach as well. I think that's great. So sorry for that <laughs> intrusion, but I love it. Oh, that's a great story. And, um, and I actually started studying this when my, my children were teenagers, and they did. There was a lot of eye rolling that went on in my house at that time. That's for sure, as I'm sort of creating little altars and sacred spaces and talking to the trees. And but I kind of called it seed planting, and I I just you know invited them to just kind of see what I was up to. And and it's funny how it, over time I found uh, them they connected to their own power animals and it was really pretty profound and powerful for them. And uh, they ended up all getting, I think, tattoos of their power animals on their bodies by the time they got older because they eventually started to connect with that um, spirituality as well. So it was, it was kind of interesting to see how it evolved because I think, I think we all need to have that sense that there is something greater out there. Um, you know, I, what is funny, I was trying to explain this to a few young people that I've been coaching, and they kind of laughed at me, too, similar to <laughs> what you were just mentioning. And what I did is I said, go watch the movie Avatar and then come back to me. Do you, Have you seen Avatar? Yeah. So when it's pen, when they're talking about the planet Pandora and how everything is interconnected, and it kind of reminded me of the movie Fern Gully as well. <laughs> I just that was how I got through to my teens when I was talking to them about a connection to the Earth and feeling that whole thing because everybody knows me. I'm not hippy dippy as some people say about like tree huggers and all that. I'm the most like cutthroat, down to earth, tell you how it is, don't believe in anything fluffy wuffy, but I'm a fluffy wuffy person at heart. <laughs> so I always get made fun of because I'm a, such a contradiction. And and I love that because you're very much a businesswoman, but you also still have that hippy dippy heart or whatever, however you can explain it. And I think those of us that have that, we tend to laugh at more things and find more joy in the everyday. And that helps our relief our stress and anxiety too. 
It, uh, Brandy, I was just going to say too, like I know you very well <laughs> and I know you love everything. I mean, you find joy in everything. It's, yeah. it's crazy and it's such a beautiful quality. But what I find, and I was going to say this about Sandy too, like I, I can picture you, Sandy, going up and just hugging a tree and going, ah, that's better. You know, and I, I know that there are people who look at those people who do that and just go, oh, that's silly or that's, that doesn't make any sense or why would you do that or, or that's dumb or whatever. But I, I find it really interesting that the people who are doing that feel such peace and, and joy and all that and other people, rather than them trying to figure out their own way to do that, they're judging those people who are feeling that joy and peace. And it might not, you know, if I go hug a tree, I might feel silly but why is it wrong for you to do that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's hard for people sometimes to, to really see another perspective. And, and sometimes it can mm-hmm. even perhaps feel threatening, you know, to them. So it's, it is, it's hard to understand when people are judgmental. But I, I always look at it, too, is that, you know, I'm not really walking in their shoes either. So I haven't lived their life. So there could be, you know, a reason why they have those judgments or they make those calls. And so I just really allow people to have all their differences of of opinions. And I just try to go to that peaceful place within myself when, when judgment comes like that, it's, it's hard to understand sometimes that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, you talked a little bit about um, music and playing music and, and whispering to trees and some of your other passions include juggling and attending music festivals, so I read in your bio. Um, what what brought you to all these things and how do they help relieve stress in your life? I know we've talked a little bit about it already, but what other little things do you do to personally relieve stress and anxiety for you? Yeah, well, you know, I, I play, I'm a drummer in a Brazilian band and I've been to Burning Man a couple of times and that's been pretty crazy and I didn't go, go until I was in my 50s. So, but what was big about those things is I, I always, it, again, it was the stuff that I could feel inside me that I have these desires and longings to do, but I was always so nervous and so afraid to do them and to try. And, you know, there, there's a lot to that. Um, it's not just as simple as, oh, just jump in and just go for it. You know, my body, I would literally break out in rashes or, you know, get really quite sick before I would sort of you know, push myself into trying something like that. So I really, I had to learn how to go gently and I had to learn about my own nervous system and how my own body responded to that. And it was a long road um, with those things, just learning what was the best way and learning how to help myself. And um, so I, I do recommend that those things that make our heart sing are also going to help our stress. There is no question about that. So when I go drumming with my band, I forget about everything else that's happened in my world. And, and, you know, exercise is the other really big thing too, like just getting out and moving and so many of our jobs and social media and all that, we, we end up sitting and we're kind of crunched into a chair and, and slouched over and um, our body needs, again, we're missing that impulse in our body for movement and for exercise, and it literally can just help our stress level a lot by, by moving. I used to do a lot of uh, big physical sports as well. The, that day's kind of over now, but I did martial arts and 
a lot of running, and that also helped me as well. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people that I've talked to, and I mean, Kev, you and I have interviewed a lot of people over the last year on the radio show, and uh, a lot of them uh, turn to sports and athletics in, for ways to de-stress for sure. I, I know you've... I, I've, I we, do. Yeah, we yeah. spoke a half an hour ago, and you were on the bike. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? And and I have, a, I have a friend who's a pastor here in Australia, and he said this yesterday. He was the way to kind of rejuvenate your emotional, um, I, I don't know how he's perspective or whatever. He said, go places you love to go with people you love to be with doing things you love to do. And he mm-hmm. said, that's the best way to reset that emotional part of your being, you know. And I th- and yesterday we ended up um, at the pool and we were just swimming and laughing and having fun. And I go, wow, this is this is a place I love to be with people I love to be with doing things I love to do in it. And all of a sudden you just feel less stressed. It's beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. Oh, sorry. sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm glad you mentioned that. And the part I really liked about what you said is that you noticed in the moment that you were feeling that way. And I was going to say so mm-hmm. often we are doing things that, that do give us joy or we are with our friends or maybe having a wonderful day but we're still really in our head a lot and we're not actually noticing the moment. And so that's where going back to that pausing just for a moment and just going like, wow, this, I'm having so much fun. What do I notice? And you might notice that maybe your heart feels open or you feel tingly or expansive. And, and that actually is another thing that takes that helium out of that balloon of stress is your, your nervous system really needs to get used to really feeling that. So it's kind of by every time you put awareness on what's happening, so having those pauses, taking that little me minute out and going, well, this is cool, or I'm, I'm noticing what's going on in my body, you're really in, you're going to enhance those wonderful experiences, and you're also going to help process uh, the hard experiences as well. So I really love how you paused and noticed that when you're having fun. Well, and, and you know what's funny is um, it sounds really simple to say anybody would say yeah of course if I go somewhere I love to go with people I love to be with and do things I love yeah of course that makes that's dumb you know but if if my friend hadn't said that um, I wouldn't have probably paused and taken that in yesterday and all of a sudden I went oh no that you know the simplest thing that makes sense and yes that is it was really great so Mm. but I I think we have to take a break um, but thanks, Sandy. That is awesome. We're going to come back and, and get more into that. Um, but we'll be back uh, after these messages. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. 
and we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Life is complicated and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash VA health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get better help today at betterhelp.com forward slash VA health. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to brandy at globalteenwealth.com. That's brandy with an I at globalteenwealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. I'm feeling very stress-free because every time he says brandy with an eye, <laughs> it makes me giggle. I don't know. I don't know. It's so funny because my whole life I've had to say brandy with an eye. Um, it's kind of adorable, but I don't know. That, that that takes away my stress. Laughter takes away my stress. Hey, the theme song makes us dance. and This is true. This is true. Yeah. I really want to get down to a, a part of this that's that really resonates with me and a lot of the young people in our program. Um I have a student right now that's just launched an incredible business. She did our program back in October, and she's struggled with PTSD her whole life, and she wanted to help other young people, and she wanted to do it through service animals. Uh, but currently in Canada, funding is for service animals for people with physical disabilities and not with mental health struggles. And so that's kind of her main goal and vision for her life. Um, and PTSD is obviously post-traumatic stress disorder, and that's a huge stress thing, and I think... Uh, people with PTSD often need little two-minute things or me minutes, as you call them, Sandy, to help de-stress. And I know you have some experience because you taught in an addiction facility for adolescent girls. Can you tell me what that looked like and kind of how you helped them and what you learned from that? Yeah, it was an interesting time working there. And I, I did a lot of my spirituality work with them. I did drumming and they were they were definitely my teachers uh, for sure. It was quite an experience to really PTSD. I mean, it, what it impacts is our nervous system. But I feel like most of us, you know, we might go around and think about our digestion or or helping our skin or doing all these different things with our body, but we really don't know very much about our nervous system at all. How to help it? How how when when it's in stress and when it's not in stress? And so seeing all of the different responses in their nervous systems and how it affected them 
some people were very, you know, withdrawn because they had, you know, maybe a lot of freeze or dissociation. So it's, you know, these threat responses that they're living with. Or some people that are really angry have a big fight response or might be very self-protective. So it would really show in, in personalities. And oftentimes if we come up against somebody with a very strong personality, um, now through my training I can kind of see through that personality and see what kind of perhaps um, threat response that person is living with and having to manage as a result of um, traumatic events in their life. So, again, it's really your body's response to things that have happened to you. And and they kind of, your body keeps you, it's like you're in this prison cell with your nervous system. Those adverse events that happen literally get locked and frozen into the nervous system and it can, it's kind of like it's reenacting like it's still happening all the time and we feel like we're still caught in it and it's really uncomfortable and it's just debilitating. And so there is very specific um, threat therapies now that work extremely well with that. There's somatic type therapies, so body-focused and body-centered therapies, which is sort of like the way the exercises have been a little bit today would sort of take you into what you feel and what you sense and somebody with high PTSD, that's, that's not an easy thing, just being with the body. And so getting a practitioner that is skilled in specific nervous system work is, is really the key and the way out. But the exercises that I put in my book are all based on that. They're very um, trauma-informed, so very, very helpful to the nervous system and, uh, and the impact of stress on it. Do you find a difference in working with adolescents that are struggling with stress and anxiety as opposed to adults working with stress and anxiety, or is everyone's kind of responses the same? Well, yeah, I would say it's really a nervous system response that we're seeing. So, Mm -hmm. and it's very unique to maybe what a person has gone through in their life. Um, Something like addiction, or would also cause a change in the physiology because of um, the substances that are, that are happening on top of that. So it can be complex that way. And so that's why I believe in, in my work is that, you know, there's, there are more parts to our being. So there's our, um, there's our mind and our emotional being and our thoughts and what we're, what we're experiencing. And there's also our physical. So the physical part of our body, and then there's the spiritual part. And so, I always feel it's important to address all of three and to be mindful of all of that. So, you know, we might be having a, a hard day and lots of things going around in our mind, and, and that, I think that's where we get caught up all the time. But it's also if we really, you know, if we're going to go into therapy and also get support and get help to really make sure that we're looking at all of the parts of our being to really um, to make a difference. Uh, that's, yeah, that's... Um <laughs> it's it's amazing hearing about that because when um, a number of years ago I was driving through uh, the east part of Vancouver, downtown Vancouver, and I saw a really horrible fat- fatal accident. Brandy, you remember that? I do. And yeah. um, I, uh, it was funny because I couldn't speak for two weeks. Like I, I mean, I could talk, but I, I couldn't form sentences. I was stuttering and. I actually called into the train and I said, I, I can't work because, <laughs> and the, the woman that I called into, she goes, Oh my God, you sound horrible. <laughs> and I was like, well, thanks. But I remember that like I, it took me about two weeks to, to actually form a sentence again. And it was all very 
subconscious. Like I didn't really realize what was all happening, but yeah, that was, that was very, very stressful on the brain. Hmm. Yeah. I remember that happening, Kevin. I remember how you just were so shaken up by it. And it's, I mean, we were just, I was just having a conversation with someone uh, last night, a really good friend of mine who lives in California. And we were just talking about police officers and, and the trauma that Mm. they must get from seeing one person shot or having to shoot someone once in their life and and why we don't address that more in the police system because clearly there's a problem right now in america with police shooting you, you know a young black men who are, are unarmed and um i think a lot of that we don't i mean we don't teach stress tech relief in for for these young men and uh, i mean some of them are police officers at 21 and 22 and they have no idea how to deal with traumatic situations so you're you're that incident that you saw i couldn't imagine being a police officer and going through those kinds of things every day and how that would build up and be taxing on your every day uh, yeah it's just yeah. this world so i think that sandy i love having you on because this is something that affects everyone i mean my brother was at age 11, diagnosed with severe depression and anxiety. Anxiety to the point where if he left the house, his body would he literally physically get ill because uh, he couldn't handle it. His nerves would be on fire. So um, we do have to wrap up in a few minutes here. I did have a question from a teen in our program, um, and it has to do with social media. And that's kind of interesting, Sandy, because you and I had already talked about this. Um, and the teen kind of wanted to know, they're being bombarded all the time by things on social media, bullying from friends and things like that. All these different ads telling them how to look, what to do, where to go with life. And it's kind of confusing. Do you have any tips or techniques to help them if they're getting distracted or lost while they're looking at social media and how to kind of pull away from that? Because it's so present in our world right now. Yeah, that's, that's such a good question. And I, and I think it affects all of us. I think we can all find ourselves easily distracted that way. And but I've, I find that the more um, or the less connected we are to our, our physical bodies, the more easy it is to become distracted. And the more time we spend sort of caught in that um, with the screens and with the social media, the more we lose a connection with our bodies. So it's kind of like a, a vicious circle. And so one thing that I would suggest trying and one thing that I do that helps me, so I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's been half an hour and I've been lost on Facebook, is I will just pause and I will literally look up just like we did in that first exercise. So it just mm-hmm. kind of breaks up the energy of what's been going on and it disconnects my brain from it. And then in that moment when I, oh, take a breath again, it gives me a second to maybe make a different choice. So I might go, oh, wow, my body needs to stretch, or maybe I'll just turn this way, and I'll literally sometimes sneak my way off the computer and, and get myself away and give myself a break. But so really behind all this is just bringing more awareness to what's going on, to what's going on in your body, to what's happening in your mind and with your emotions. And by doing that, really, we just need to stop. It's just all in that interruption. So we can take that little me minute or me few seconds and break it up, because when we break it up and disrupt it, that gives us a little escape from what's going on. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's it, it's. I think that's similar to TV and things, too. My, my family is, I have a beautiful family, but I was sitting around with some of my aunts, uncles, and grandparents one day, and 
they literally wake up every day and on their way to work or before work or when they're having breakfast, they watch an hour of news and a lot of news is negative. And then at night before they go to sleep after dinner, they watch an hour or two of news to learn about the world. But all of this is so negative. And to me, I will read the paper once a week just to make sure I'm not completely ignorant to everything that's going on. But media is so biased and it stresses me out. Um, and so I try and stay away from TV and a lot of social media. And I, I have to be active on social media because I work with youth and they're very active on social media. But I think pulling away from a lot of that sometimes, it's almost like I wish we had a big buzzer that after 15 minutes of being on social media, we go, eh, go do something I else. know, the big gong. I think we'd be bombarded with gongs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, we would. Yeah. I know Kev had something to mention uh, before we wrap up here. Kev, were you ready? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I'm always ready, Brandy. Um, I'm not. I'm stressed. Um, no. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say, like, thank you, Sandy, for for all these tips and stuff. Like, it's really, really helpful. And there's so many things that bombard us. And I love what you said at the beginning. And I was just thinking about it again. Um, you know, you were kind of an extrovert trapped in an introverted body and feeling alone. And I know that so many of our teens, um, the stress that they face in school now and and just how they, you said it too, that you feel like I'm not good enough or I can't do anything or whatever. And I, I look at um, Brandy and myself, like both of us, and I, Brandy, I know your story a little bit and, you know, we've known each other a long time. The way that we grew up, as teenagers with this insecurity and very introverted and shy and, and, and all this. And we don't, we don't look like that at all anymore, do we? But, um, you know, if there's anybody out there listening, going, I just, I just don't feel like I'm good enough or I can do anything, whatever. Look, don't, <laughs> don't let that define you because Brandy and I are now traveling all over the world speaking. And we were the kids that nobody would have, ever said, you're the one who's going to help people. You're the one who's going to public. When I used to public speak, I would, I would like pee my pants. I was so stressed and scared. And, you know, like, I just want you guys to know that you're so talented and gifted and you don't even realize how special you are yet. So don't, don't let what's going on now or that fear, that stress or that insecurity define you because you are so much bigger than that. Oh man, totally. Yeah. I, you know, what's funny, actually, I had a friend that struggled with bulimia her whole life say to me when we were about 28 or 29, this was just a few years ago. She's like, gosh, you were so confident and you had so much self-esteem. And and I felt like when I, I, I used to hang out with a librarian all the time because I didn't want the anxiety and stress <laughs> trying to be cool with every other group. I didn't want to hang with the jocks, the geeks, the popular kids, the art kids. I just, that was stressful to me. So I felt very alone and isolated. So I hung out with a librarian pretending I loved books. I do like <laughs> books, but I don't love them. So Sandy, this has been so fantastic having you on. Yeah, I really hope you. our listeners have gained uh, a lot of insight into whatever they could do when they're stressed out. And I really appreciate your me minute that you shared with us at the beginning. I hope everyone looks up and feels a little bit of release when they're going through some, something stressful. And we're definitely going to have to have you on again, Sandy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I would love to be on and join you guys. You guys are awesome. You make me laugh. Oh, what, <laughs> I love it. Thank what you. we do. <laughs> um, 
We're gonna we're we're done our show for for this week. I really appreciate uh, Sandy coming on. Kevin, thanks for phoning in all the way from Australia every week. I really love it. And I'm Anytime. gonna go for the sun and palm strings and de-stress a little bit by playing in the pool and with people I love. <laughs> thanks, everyone. Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show. Oh, 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 oh